All right. Good evening, universe. It is, uh, what is it? Show me the time, little phony. 10.14 here on the 17th of July, which would mean this is really my third recording today, though the first two are already posted. Um, and this is in no way related to those two, except to explain... Uh, wait, it's 10, what time is it? 10, 14, 10, 15 now? Uh, that means there's 45 more minutes of electric light on the tennis courts, and should I go practice my serve for some? Probably. All right, but because I might forget this when I get back. Podesta, um, that segment was, <clears throat> um, poorly organized because I don't think I ever conveyed that what I was trying to say is... If you are doing something that you know you have to look away from in order to get through your day, say you're someone who does some magic handwork at the self-checkout aisle, um, well, then that's the sort of uh, net negative that you are now saddling yourself with, you're burdening yourself, you're encumbering yourself with this disappointment or however you want to think of whatever it is about you that you don't like to look into. And specifically the stuff that you choose to look away from. Because that means you know it's there, you're ignoring it. Some stuff you may not look into because you just don't realize it's sitting there to be seen. All of that said... Um, <clears throat> ever the insensitive 54-year-old male that I am, uh, of course, I would not want to belittle the tragedy that if we're to think any of that patio doorway that serves Domino's, known as Pizzagate, is real. I mean, fuck, right? Seriously. And given how many charades have been thrown at us from Trump's resume or dossier or whatever that steel report was to <laughs> the non-story story that is Hunter Biden's laptop, I mean, where do you want to go with salacious and, frankly, not my business, goddamn reporting. How far are you going to take it? And not that a pedophile ring in the heart of D.C. among the most powerful people in the world wouldn't be newsworthy. Of course it would. But <clears throat> with all that smoke, the media is either decidedly against covering it or has found no fire. And either way, the idea that it is a cultural meme of ridicule still doesn't give it the latitude for me to bring it up as an identity crisis counterpoint to feeling like there's something in you disappointing that you would like to change. That is too severe of an example. And I'm sure uh, is in many other people's circles, very distasteful. So uh, that doesn't negate Mr. Podesta, if you are listening, 
that that duplicitous life that you could be leading and the one that I have led previously myself didn't have some overlap. But I don't have any idea if you're leading a duplicitous life, so why would I want to bring that up? I don't even know that that's the case. So again, I could have just gone with something so much more pedestrian like Superman and been a lot wiser. But live and learn, live and learn. And Superman would have had its own challenges anyway. There's way too much heroism in that arc for me to be comparing myself. But everybody has a chance to say these things that I'm doing that I don't understand why I'm doing them. And that I really, if I look at myself, don't even want to continue doing and yet feel compelled to maintain because whatever. No, there is no maintain. Break the bad cycles now. Do the things that make your life richer and do the things that make other people's lives even richer than that. And all of us win. So, the part about your creepy art, if we're being fair, that part I should say I stand by 100%. And I stand by the other stuff. I just think it was a poor comparison. I just am sorry for ever triggering any of the triggerable among us. And yes, I'm triggerable, but you can trigger me. I'm okay with it. I will react and learn from any experience I have that might even bristle me a little bit toward the negative. And it's so hard to knock me off anything other than the balance and tranquility I maintain. Bring it. Bring it. I mean, don't be taking that as a challenge to show me the grossest shit you got, because I faint at the sign of blood, so it's not like... I want to see all that nasty shit online. Don't you hate when you do something like you Google, um, what would be, uh, let's say, um, uh, traditional oversized uh, neck garments or something, and all of a sudden you just start seeing the biggest necks in the universe? And it's not like that's even like Googling uh, cat uh, uh, rear area scabby wound. That'll send you off the fucking rocker. But any of those surprise searches from the old Google days when you just used to go, ah, oh my God, I didn't want to see any of that. Or even porn. God, I, oh, that is another thing we're going to talk about when I get back. Because having thought now, I never had considered how much porn, having the access to porn that the men of the 21st century have had, how that would have made me a completely different person. And I can now see how they have unfortunately fallen into a volcano of testing ground of essential saturation of every form of pornography you can possibly imagine. From the time they were curious enough to wonder, what the fuck does porn mean? So what about age six, seven, eight? Wow. Wow. I remember seeing my first pornographic image. And it was a Playboy magazine over at John Huddle's house. Huggle. Hudgel. Hudgel. John Hudgel. And he had a stack of maybe six of them. And, I mean, he didn't. His dad did under his bed. Under their water bed, no less. Fucking A. I remember that house well. They had a hot tub. Fuck. <laughs> oh, the things you don't know when you're seven, eight, nine, ten. But it was another probably four years 
till sixth grade. I remember seeing a slide in sixth grade of a woman and an erect penis and her mouth about to get, go that direction. In other words, you could see the full penis and her mouth open on a slide that was black and white. A slide. And for those of you in the 21st century group, a slide was like, um, like a cell uh, animated uh, movie piece that you would buy from, say, uh, Frozen 2, where it's just that little, I don't know, that whatever the little Frozen character is in that, and it's on a piece of vellum or something. Well, imagine that, but it's a blowjob, and it's the size of a silver dollar. Those were slides, and you used to put them in a thing called a projector, which I know you're probably familiar with because we still have them for movies, I think. But um, these little projectors had carousels that you had to load these little quarter-sized, half-dollar-sized cardboard sleeves into. Yeah, this is what people used to do. This is why people didn't have time to do other shit like the internet. Because we were putting slides (laughs) into carousels so we could look at porn. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, and then, what? I saw some Playboys from there on through high school, but, I mean... It was such the not available material that I could remember most of the instances I ever ran into it, as opposed to it saturating my life from the time I first investigated till today. And then when porn, uh, I guess I'm going to finish this. Oh, I really want to go hit serves. I'm going to be back to talk about porn. And I'm going to write down that the point I'm trying to make is I remember when it saturated my one of my relationships. I started fucking jerking off way more than I'd ever jerked off in my life because, oh my God, there's fucking porn everywhere. And um, I remember even thinking then, oh, this is filthy. Like, what am I doing? And yet now, shit, man, I don't know. I'm writing this shit down so I remember where I'm at, but I'm going to hit serves. I'll be back. Okay, unpause. Exactly. Well, not a, oh, mate, it might actually, no, it's not exactly, we're five minutes away from exact. Well, we're 13 hours and 55 minutes later, which at least means I'm well rested. I did go hit serves, and I was blowing the tennis ball off the court, to be honest. And believe it or not, when the lights went out, I still had six or so balls in my pocket. And, uh, and... Only being able to see the very back side of the ball because it was dark. I powered six perfect serves into the court. The best six serves I hit were the last six, and they were in the dark. Which makes me wonder, what the fuck? Like, is that reflecting back against the being watched syndrome? You ever uh, typing on a computer when somebody comes up behind you and starts observing and all of a sudden you can't type? You look like a person who's never used a keyboard before? Well, the idea that when we're observed, we are, our conscious sense of being observed knows that? Well, yeah, it's how the universe works. And I'm pretty sure the whole point of the universe is to create scenarios to be observed. Um, And then we 
as participants become the obvious observer. But I don't understand from that what it is we're gaining in the process considering the width of experiences out there to be had. Evil has to exist, which I don't understand why. Okay. I got, um, I gotta go, uh, deal with something, but I'll be back. Pause. Told you I'd be back. Uh, yeah. So I just, well, when I left the house, I had 28 cents. Having returned with $10.28, what is that? I just, uh, 36 times my current, um, financial, uh, platform. Yeah, 10 bucks. Well, and 28 cents. That's how much money I have uh, to live on right now, which isn't enough. That's got me a little spooked, especially because I plan on going to an open mic tonight where I'm sure I'm going to spend that 10 bucks, and that's going to be the end of my money. So I better start making some money or selling some shit because, and I, when I say selling shit, I don't mean drugs or any stupid stuff like that. I mean, like, oh, would somebody please buy my Trek bike for $120? That's such a fucking good deal. I can't believe no one is buying it. No? Okay. Well, fuck. Then I'm not going to be able to eat. I'm going to have to go to Home Depot and fucking beg for a job. And since I really don't want to go to Home Depot until Thursday, if I can help it. Uh, fuck. Money's starting to stress me out. And since money doesn't exist, I'm letting something imaginary stress me out. But I wanted to cover this point anyway about money not existing. And yeah, I'm going to get back to the porn. I know that's the part everyone wants to hear about. Believe me, I've been to open mics. Porn is the topic. But <clears throat> money doesn't exist. Oh, shit, I've got the air conditioner on? Fuck. I'm sorry about that. I'll get that fixed. Pause. All right, most of the distractions have minimized. I just have my dog Phoebe in here, and she's not in the best of health. So forgive any intrusions her presence might create. But I was going to try to explain why I say money doesn't exist, because of course that's a phrase that 99% of people listening would say, dude, that's stupid. Money is the point of life. Well, no, they would just say the dude, that's stupid part, and then they'd leave the other commentary alone. But it's... Okay, obviously there needs to be some level of lubrication in society that permits uh, the efforts and uh, received goods and services and everything to be exchanged in a dynamic, uh, uh, flowing way that <clears throat> allows everyone's value to be accounted for as well as the value of things produced and items used therein and yada yada, right? I get it. But money is not the final solution. Not for a society living in some level of utopian existence. Money is a, a method whereby we are tricked into believing that we are being uh, evaluated correctly because money has no interest. <laughs> now that is a good dad joke. Um, money has 
no purpose, as it were. Money has no intent. Money has no uh, direction inherently. Money is just a measuring metric of exchange. Well, that's what you come to think because that's what it should be. And on the gold standard, that's pretty much what it represented. So the big trick <clears throat> was pulled when we decided that was no longer necessary. That what money really is, is a conceptual agreement among the populace that this is what it represents. And because we agree among the populace that this is what it represents, well, then now it has inherent value. But that's like saying we agree unicorns exist, so they have inherent value. They don't really exist. We can all agree to it. We can all even say that's how we're going to live going forward. That we pray to the unicorn because the unicorn has the power. And if we give it that power, it really does have power. Just like money really does have structural, civilizational purpose. But that goes away when we ask our money to really pony up what it represents. It's inherent value. Because there is none. As we're all about to learn. At least here in America. So when I say money isn't real, I guess there's the long-form explanation of what I mean. Pause. <clears throat> Unpause. And what I'm saying isn't like spooky magic fairy dust or anything of the kind. There's no um, unusual um, take here at all. And I think if, um, if you weren't asking questions about money as a kid, like, and finding answers that didn't make sense, well, then you haven't been really thinking about money the right way. You've been looking at money as a salve because you think money has purpose to end misery, which it does to a very limited extent. And then from there, it's nothing but manipulation and control. And yeah, this sounds like you just accidentally flipped over to channel 53 and that conspiracy motherfucker's talking. But again, you're going to see as hyperinflation hits this community, you think food's expensive now. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Go buy as much rice and beans as you can. You will only thank me later. But <clears throat> as we proceed through this, and again, I really think the event's five years away. But as we proceed through this, the levers that control money will stop losing the ability to control it. And once it's uh, on a train wreck to dissolution, well, you tell me how much value money has at that point. You tell me if it's not fake. And <sighs> there are better alternatives. And the ones that are truly liberating don't involve money. I know that sounds fucked up. But believe me, I've lived in those systems many a time and they are fucking wonderful. Because you will always be valued. You will always think you have value. And nothing of the kind referencing, huh, am I doing the right thing? Oh my God, am I going to make enough money if I do this? Will never be a thought. But porn thoughts. Ugh. 
porn. <sighs> so, yeah, slide carousels, right? And even then, when you're looking at that picture, it's still about as softcore as uh, an erect penis with a mouth coming at it can look. There are layers of innocence that even as you're participating in seeing pornography as a child, you realize are being stripped from you. And so I, I think to myself, well, fuck. I mean, if in 1998, when I was looking at my first real online porn, if I was as overwhelmed at the age of 26 as, wait, was I 26 then? 26, 27? Seems right. Yeah. 28, 29, whatever. I was in my late 20s and the shit was shocking to me. And still to a large degree is. If you think I walked down any of that fetish lane fucking stuff, no. Because those of us who had to awkwardly learn about sex our own way by fumbling through fucking buttons and hooks and clasps in the dark, in cars, in the 80s, and the 90s. If, if fisting <laughs> is something that you learn of before you've made out with someone, your life's going to be fucked up. And I... <sighs> I can't imagine what my nine-year-old self would have done with Pornhub. I am fucked up in all kinds of ways. Recovering from all levels of self-imposed misery. But none of it is related to my sexual deviance. I don't have any. I'm fine with the missionary position eating pussy, and making out. And I really enjoy cuddling. This is not what porn teaches you. And every time I'm watching porn, I feel filthy. I feel bad. I don't want to put down that industry in any way to make them self-aware. There is clearly a need and a desire for human beings to look at other human beings in the act of procreating. But the constant repetition of seen and experiencers is affecting the men, especially, that came up after me. They didn't deserve this. This isn't something any of them could avoid. We're driven to procreate. As men, we're driven more than women. I think that's a very fair statement. And to think of what visual stimulation and autoeroticism is involved in all of the intake of porn I've had in my life, it's overwhelming. And I'm lucky enough to have walked into it as an adult.
the emerging pubescent boy having that sort of carousel of slides to play with? Well, fuck, man. No wonder they don't know how to relate to a, a woman in reality. Because all of their sexual triggers and mores have been built in the fantasy land that is Pornhub. And mine would have been too. And I wouldn't be able to get my fucking dick hard for anything but the biggest tits and the juiciest butt and anal sex and fucking fisting. It's, it's an extreme that the male drive has no resistance to. It is just going to get conditioned into worse and worse opinions of what sexiness is. And I don't know where I heard this. There was a woman speaking about <clears throat> generational shifting. And one of the things that she had identified, I have no idea how she would even have identified this, let alone gotten the data to back it up, let alone be able to state that this is somehow evidence-based, but I share this with you with all those caveats. That as the construct of monogamy dissolves, civilizations are three generations from implosion. And given that the 60s was essentially the free love and unshackling of monogamy, well, we're about 10 years away, 15 at the most, from that third generation mark. So by 2040, we should be self-imploding. Now, she may just be cherry-picking a situation from within, but she's been shouting this for 20 years, and I'd say the last 20 years are starting to verify her fucking statement. So, I don't know. I'm a promiscuous motherfucker. I'm the sluttiest bitch in the room. Up until I'm 45. Well, that's not fair. 40. I cheated on every girlfriend I had. That lasted longer than a year. Absolutely, for sure. So, I'm the very... Hmm. Hmm byproduct of choice that this initiative was designed to create. And I, I'm aware of it. I've known my whole life. I'm a slutty bitch. But it was because I was so unsure of myself that I didn't know that I didn't even love myself. Having found a level of connection internally now, that permits no level of insecurity regarding relationships. I mean, obviously there's some vulnerability there. I'm not pretending that I'm a robot. But I will no longer be pursuing self-worth through the recognition of another. No. <laughs> I have learned that that was a big mistake. And in fact, what I've learned is that that was just a, a pattern of behavior I was experiencing. I was miserable. I knew I was doing it to myself. I just didn't know why. Having finally identified what my trouble was, I'm past it. Well, I'm working through a life that is so far quite free from those previous encumbrances. And I appreciate how much work I've done to get here. And I can't see 
reverting back to my old means and ways. But expectations, things that, especially with another sex, the awkwardness is okay. It's not something you're supposed to be super suave at. You're going to figure things out about each other together. And it's not always going to be rainbows and fucking 69s. I just, I, I weep for the innocence that was ripped from the boys who discovered Pornhub before they had pubic hair. You were thrown into a condition where nobody was thinking about the repercussions of your adult life future. It's bullshit. And I hadn't even... I have, I, I have been here the whole fucking time. And this, this loss had never even hit me until a month and a half ago. It's, to me, cotton candy entertainment. But do you know how little cotton candy I have to eat before it makes me sick? Oh, I don't even know if I can get through a, a full serving from the circus before I'm barfing in the... My point is, if you're more familiar with rim jobs than making out, somewhere it wasn't your fault. Somewhere society let you down.